cliffcentral.com Let's turn our attention to Anthea. So for money. So Anthea would like to point out that she does not dance for dollars. Oh, but she but she is watching them no matter where we go. Uh, morning, Anthea. We're sorry we missed out on you yesterday, but I'm glad you could be here this morning for us. A, um, a special edition of The Money Shot with Anthea Gardner. Good morning. Good morning. I'm definitely watching that dollar. Have you seen where the rand is trading? No. What is it at at the moment? 14.51 last time I checked. Ah, okay. So before the budget speech, it was 13.21. Right. Uh-huh. So we're heading up towards 15. In a hurry. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The Things are going so well. The president says there's no such thing as state capture. Yeah, no corruption. No. He's done nothing wrong. No. You know, sure. Anyway, the all share hit an all-time high last week, again, at 60,000 level. But it has come back a bit. I'm not surprised there was some profit-taking. You know, people are getting nervous. Mm-hmm. The South African Chamber of Commerce last week put out their business confidence index. Not good news. It came out at 92.9, which is just slightly below the 93 previous. Um And a little bit better, I guess, than August, but just not good. Really, it's not good. The average for the first 10 months of 2017 was 94.1, which is slightly better than 2016, where the average for the first 10 months was 93.4, but a lot worse than 2015, where the average for the first 10 months of the year was 101.2. So I'm just giving you that as context about where we are, you know, kind of 2015, 101 and last month 92.9. In fact, the Chamber of Commerce actually urged the finance minister to issue a policy statement that would restore business and investor confidence. We cannot have economic growth without business confidence because we need businesses to be invested in the country. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, this, this was all last week, right? And then, of course, yesterday, Michael Sachs, who's the deputy DG at the Treasury, resigned. And can I just say that I, I don't know where this is all going to end. I mean, is this even the end? There's so much out on the politics. There's so many revelations at the moment. All the books being written, all the interviews, everybody stepping up. I mean, like, is this ever, like, is this the bottom? I really am trying to figure out where to from here. Anybody? Any clues? No, uh, no your guess is as good as mine. No, well, the politics will just keep getting worse and worse, right? So well, we've got... I was saying this morning, all, all of these people I spoke to on Friday, they're all entrepreneurs in South Africa. They represent SMEs. Um, they they say that the one thing you absolutely should not put any stock in is government. Everything else that you can do to put a barrier between you and government, you should do. Okay, I, I get that, but... I mean, you can't ignore government. Like, no. you know, in 10 days' time, we're looking at a possible downgrade. 10 days, huh? So? You, you got it. And, and, like, can they just not stop? Stop the nonsense. You cannot have radical economic transformation without economic growth. Somebody, like, how many times do I have to say that? Like, do we not know that yet? Have you not read Piketty? <laughs> have I? <laughs> sure. All 763 pages of and, it. <laughs> and you learned what? Nothing. You could have saved yourself at least 600 pages of that. <sighs> okay. Should we pass that on to the government? <laughs> yeah, well, I think they're already reading it, which is why they've got their heads up their backside. Oh, but because they're all jockeying for power ahead of December, we all have to carry the can. What they don't realize is that they inherit a poorer country when they do this. Instead of inheriting a richer country, I mean, even if you just want to steal, if you're just an outright kleptocrat, 
Like Justice Malana said once, at least grow the economy, then there's more to steal. I like that. <laughs> Let's talk your language, all right? If this is all you understand, if you're, you know, Jacob Zuma or Faith Mutambi or Batabile Dlamini, just grow the economy so that you can steal more. Even if that's your only motivation. Because otherwise you're going to steal less and less because the, the entire basket gets less and less. But surely economic growth and prosperity and jobs for everyone will get them more votes. They don't care about that anymore. No. See, I don't think it will get them more votes. I think it will get them less because people will become empowered, informed, and actually understand what a country, like how a country operates. And realize that the ANC is like the most outdated and pointless organization. It no longer has any value for the average South African. And by average, I mean the, 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 the people on the ground, the poor people. Rich people are just going to bet against the RAND now. Mm-hmm. That's all they're going to do. So rich people will get richer anyway. Don't worry about the rich people. The poor people, they have nowhere else to turn. They're going to get poorer and more miserable. So the ANC has failed you, is the, the sum conclusion of all of this. And don't say I didn't say so. Don't say I didn't tell you. Don't say I didn't warn you. I wrote a letter seven years ago to government, which you can go and read. It's in there. Yeah, so the politics really just not helping our economy. Anyway. All right, well, let's shall carry we, on. Yeah, let's, shall uh, we, let's see what so else depressing. we can Shall Steinhoff. we talk about companies? Okay, let's talk about Steinhoff. Oh, shame. Yeah. They, <laughs> they just, they can't stay out of trouble. I know, I keep checking in on those Steinhoff shares, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, what's going on here? It's bouncing around, minus five, minus four percent. Up three, up three you know, and a half. I know, it's, and it's one of the biggest holdings in my portfolio, so it's really hurting me. Last week, the share was down again at some stage one day on Wednesday last week, mm-hmm. down 8% at one stage, closed down 5% because there was an article saying that, and it was a Reuters article saying that there was an investigation into Steinoff because they had not disclosed a deal that they had done with a company called GT Branding Holding, of which they own 45%. They basically loaned GT Branding 810 million Swiss francs. Now, mm. the... Prospectus, the um, um, listing prospectus, so for companies that are listed, very clearly states that if you have a material transaction, you must disclose it. Steinhoff are arguing that actually this loan offsets the royalties that they receive from GT Branding and that the net flow is actually negligible, so it's not material. But, of course, they've also had an issue previously with tax. And listen, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but these attacks just seem constant, and Steinoff are actually not being charged. They're just constantly being investigated. Hmm. And just to add to my non-conspiracy theory, (laughs) this latest attack comes after, a day after, Christo Visser took out 120 million rand CFD to buy Steinhoff shares. And because it's a CFD, a contract oh, wow. for difference, yeah. So he, I mean, like, does he not own enough Steinhoff shares? He bought more last Tuesday. 120 million rands worth more. What else is he going to do with this money? Oh, good point. <laughs> Okay, so he's buy more holiday so, homes. But, but if he's Does he buying, not have any if, ambition? If, if he's buying, then maybe he knows something that we don't. But exactly. Right? And if he's, if he's buying more, then we should all be buying more. I can't possibly buy more. <laughs> all right, like, except for my, Anthea. Up to my limit in everyone else, shares. Everyone else buy more. All right. What What do you mean by this? What do I mean by what? No, like if if he's if he's buying more, what does that mean for the rest no, of us? Absolutely, I think it's a great sign. You know, we often watch directors' dealings, and when somebody close to the company 
goes in and it's not just 120 million rands worth it's actually geared <laughs> it's probably like a couple of billion in the end Yo. you know so yeah no right. he's he's betting on his own company and i like that shall we talk a little while we're still on like one of all these local companies offshore mm-hmm. should we talk a bit about brett please who put out a trading statement last week and basically they were saying that their net asset value per share has fallen 37.7% since last year this time from 105 rand. It's now, where is it trading now, Gareth? Do you Which know? one? Great. Mm, I'll tell While you I'm now. Talking, will you look I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. And the problem Get with... Get ready to be depressed. <laughs> and the problem with this is... Brave is trading at uh, 1,662 rand 50 a share. Sorry, no. sorry, sorry. 47 rand 50 a share. Yeah. And they they used to be somewhere in the hundred and five last time yeah. this year. Mm. There we go. Okay, so what they've done now is the problem child has been the UK fashion retailer New Look, whose bonds were actually trading at junk status and returning I think twenty five percent yield at some stage. They've now written that off completely, so they're not including it in their valuation anymore. Mm-hmm. Although New Look still has a liquidity position of two hundred and forty two point five million pounds. Um, so it's not a company that's about to go under. I mean, the question is, is this finally the bottom for Brett? Yeah. I don't know. Shall we wait and see? Uh, <laughs> uh, what are we going to do if it is the bottom? We're going to hold on. And then when it gets back to 100, we'll sell it. Because now we're sick of it, right? We've, yeah. we've just had enough of this. Oh, yeah. We just want to make back the never money that hear, we lost. <laughs> never want to hear the word Brett again in my life. You'll, you'll regret this if it goes to 200 next, by next time I this year. I'll be right? prepared. I'm happy to regret it. <laughs> Right. You, don't, you don't like this volatility no. thing, eh? I just don't like Brait. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is annoying. It's an annoying share. All right. Should we talk a bit about Tencent? Because they yes. bought an additional, I think it is 7.5% of Snapchat last week. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Hmm. They bought what we call Class A shares, but these Class A shares have no voting rights, and 95% of the company's voting power, in fact, still lies in the hands of Evan Spiegel and Bobby Murphy, the two found, co-founders. Right. Of co-founders. Um, so I think, I think, <laughs> I don't know what to think. It's it's a small, it's a small little kind of position for Tencent. It's not that big a deal. They're sitting on cash of $10.65 billion and Tencent are just going, maybe something will come out of it, maybe not. I'll just throw some more money at it. So it's a little gamble. Exactly. And it's like, it's so negligible. Everyone's going, oh, did you see Tencent bought Snap? Well, who cares? Like it's so small in Tencent's life. I mean, like, I, I don't, like, there's no strategic move to it. There's nothing significant in my view. I mean, if you consider last year, Tencent paid $8.6 billion for Clash of Titans. Remember that game? Yes. I like Snapchat. It's like nothing in their lives. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Alibaba is one of uh, our, yeah. our favorite companies. While we're in that region of the world, it was Singles Day on Saturday. And you know this is a big deal, right? So yeah. it all st- starts on Friday evening. Jack Ma makes a big deal. He has a big concert. He has lots of famous people. This year he had Nicole Kidman... James LeBron, and then the Chinese uh, stars were Zhang Ziyi and Fan Bingbing. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> my absolute favorite. Fan Bingbing, my favorite. Posters of them up on my wall. <laughs> they increased revenue this year on top of last year's by 40% yeah. to generate $25 billion in sales in one day. Wow. 
Oh. So, you know, Singles Day is this on the 11th of November, right? So, one, 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 one. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. At the peak of trading, they were pr- processing on pay, uh, Alipay, which is their payment system, 256,000 payments per second. Wow. <laughs> These numbers are just ridiculous. I've used Alibaba before. Have you? Yeah. And how did it, how did I, it work? I, I, how I did like you a, get your stuff delivered? Well, the problem is the post office in this country. Okay. But you do get it eventually. It just takes three months. So they don't of, use courier? No. I, I don't know that there was a courier option on the, on the stuff I was ordering, but it eventually arrives at the post office, but it arrives three months later. Uh. And sometimes it doesn't arrive all at once. It's, it's a mess, but it's because of local stuff. It's not because of them. Okay. Have you noticed that there are more courier companies springing up in South Africa? Yeah, well, uh, because quite a few, who actually? wants to use the post office? Yeah. You know, the only one who wants to use the post office is uh, Batabi Lidlamini for the Sasa grants. I thought she didn't want to use them. Oh, no, she, sorry, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't yeah, that's right. It's, Nobody it's, wants it's other people who say they want to. So in other words, poor old Mark Barnes has got no one who wants his post office. Oh, shame. And uh, Batabi Lidlamini's got all these people that she wants to use who have nothing to do with uh, anything South African They're all international companies which Yeah, I know, crazy One huh? pay, what is it called? Anyway. Um, so I see they're also auctioning The biggest um, South African auction bond yet they're, they're, they're auctioning a whole 3.3 billion of local currency bonds on Tuesday Treasury are you talking about government bonds? Yeah, sovereign what, government what bonds What does that mean? On Tuesday Today Well, they do Today. it Oh, okay no. Well, they do it weekly They have government bonds Every week, um, mostly actually, it's on a Friday morning. This is obviously a long. Do you know what the tenor is of that? How long? What's the maturity? Like ten years, uh, twenty years, thirty years? Let me look at it quickly. Okay. Benchmark ten-year yields have okay. climbed more than sixty basis points since October, when Finance Minister Malusi Kigaba said the government will need to raise an additional one hundred and twenty-two billion rand of debt over the next three years to plug a yawning fiscal shortfall. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Moody's and SNP are preparing to review us. Blah blah blah. And they say that uh, Jacob Zuma is plotting to override the Treasury and implement a costly plan for free university education. That was in the news yesterday. With a f- while a failed auction is unlikely, the eight so-called primary dealers who make a market in government bonds are obliged to buy the debt on offer. Yields will probably have to rise in orders, uh, if orders decline. Demand at last week's sale fell to 2.7 times the amount on offer compared with 3.9 times the week before. Benchmark yields have climbed about 30 basis points since then. Treasury plans to sell debt maturing in 2031, 2037, 2044, and 2048. And so basically what that article is saying is that this is how government raises money, right? Either through your taxes or by going to the debt capital markets and issuing bonds, borrowing from investors, basically local and international. And they're raising the bond auction today because they know they're going to get downgraded next week and it'll be more expensive to borrow next week than it is today. It was, it's already so more expensive than budget. Even right? government know sure. that we're about to be downgraded. Even government realize that if we don't borrow now, we're going to be in deeper crap by this time in two weeks. But can I just say that those bond, bond auctions are run by the banks and the banks know very well, like the big banks, R&B, Standard Bank, ABSA, those are the big guys that do these auctions and they have gone, no doubt, they've gone to Treasury and said, listen, if you're going to issue bonds, now's the time to do it because next week it'll cost you a lot more to borrow <laughs> money. All right. So even, so, even, as an investor... Even government are betting against themselves is what I'm saying. Basically, yes. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> 
So as an investor, here's the problem. Should I be buying bonds today? And let's say they issue bonds at 10% yield. Next week, Friday, when the credit rating agencies downgrade us, there's a chance I could get 15%. Well, now I'm exaggerating a bit, maybe 12, 12.5% for my money. Hmm. So why should I be buying bonds today? And that's why they get the banks to underwrite them. So you'll have all these banks sitting with investments that they probably could be yielding an extra few percent on. All right. All right. I think that's all we got In, time for. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. To, there was a lot today. Thanks right. very much, cool. guys. And Anthea, don't forget, uh, Run is going to pop in to talk to us about cryptocurrencies at about half past seven. So if you want to listen. Oh, I'll definitely listen no. to that. I want to hear what he has to say about Bitcoin, which has come yeah. off a bit, eh? Yeah. From yeah. 7,000 to 6,150 or somewhere around there. Would I rather be in Bitcoin or in Rands? Ooh. But you know you can short Rands, eh? Mm. You can buy dollars. No. Okay, just saying. I'm, I'm, I know. <laughs> I got you. That's what. That's my plan. What are you talking okay. about? So you would have made over ten percent in. When was the budget speech? Three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. You would have made ten percent, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. If you bought dollars. See, that's what I mean. Like people who have money, it's not going to be the end of the world for them when all of this happens because they ride it. They just put their bets in different places. Exactly. For poor people, though, the reality is it just gets worse. And this is a government that keeps telling us they are the government who care about poor people. They are clearly not. I hate to keep banging the same drum, but it seems that people up there aren't listening. They just aren't listening. They're so busy squabbling in the NEC that it seems that they've forgotten what they're really there to do. All right. Thank you, Anthea. Very good. A money shot for this morning, Tuesday, the 14th of November.